Welcome to the latest episode of Cool Culture Corner. We discuss ways how we can better involve our teams for better productivity, better profits, and growth. I'm your host for Cool Culture Corner, Ken Bader, and we have an awesome guest today. Yes, you've been hearing just from me the last few weeks, but I found actually kind of by accident because she found another podcast that I do and she said, you know what? This would actually be good too. And we are going to tap into her expertise. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Marnie Vincolise, and she is the founder and CEO of Light Internal. She's an author, a teacher, a mentor. She's also a Cubs fan, but we're going to let that one go. Marnie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> connect with your audience Ken yeah. well we're, we're glad to have you you know we 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 don't talk enough about calm and organization you know especially as we talk about in cool culture corner you know part of the reason that we go when we try to to reach that level is for productivity but you can't be productive if you're just living in chaos you know how do you create that calm you know you have that expertise you've written like 18 books how do you create that calm marnie I've only written five, but that's to me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. It's four more than I wrote. So congratulations. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to show your audience today how they can create that calm with just visualizing pictures in their mind. Okay. You know, our mind, you know, doesn't doesn't process words as well as it does with images. So if we can imagine what we want to create. The mind adjusts to that and makes those things happen. And I'm going to show people today how easy that is. I like that. You know, one of, I haven't gone down that road in a while, but years ago, I used to talk about how great athletes, you know, the, the best ones like your Michael Jordans and your Walter Paytons and so forth, use visualization to create what they create on the field, that they see it before they do it. Is that kind of what you're talking about as well with executives and, and entrepreneurs? And you know, everybody thinks, oh, that's one more thing to put on my to-do list, but you've already got a picture of your to-do list already. So I'm just saying, change the picture. You know, rather than seeing all these things that you've got to do, you're going to put them in an organizational type way. And um, it's going to be sort of fun. I mean, if you can play with the things that are stressing you, it goes away. You know, laughter is yeah. the best and um, enjoying what you're doing. And, you know, we're in these businesses because we enjoy doing them. You'd hope. <laughs> I create another business. I mean, I've had, you know, about four businesses during during my life since I've been in my 20s. And, um, you know, when it when it's not fun anymore, I leave it and I create something else. Yeah. So it keeps me happy and healthy and that's what I'd like to see for your audience to bring a little bit more joy into their life, a little more happiness, which is relaxation. Yeah. Don't, don't we all need that? And I do want to go to the visualization, but let's talk a little bit about you and your expertise, because I find it fascinating. You, you've started multiple business, you businesses, you've written multiple books. Now, how did you get into this expertise that I'll just simply call light eternal, which is the name of your business? Right. Um, well, let's see, let me, let me start in Chicago <laughs> a great place to start. We did talk about the Cubbies, and I lived not too far from the stadium, but I was a hairdresser in Marshall Fields. Mm. Um, 
uh, late teens um, through my 20s. And it taught me that if you don't work, you don't get paid. Because when you're on street commission, you, you know, you've got to, you've got to come up to the, to the plate. So I learned how to work in that way. When I left and moved out to Colorado, um, I wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see working for someone at an hourly wage. I was like, that's, that's nuts. I can, I can make a lot more than, you know, 10, 15, 20, $50 an hour, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried real estate, that didn't work for me. And um, because I had children, I created a cottage industry so I could stay home. And so that company was a toy company called the Pee Wee TP Company. Hmm. Um, you've probably seen them. They're like these little folding play tents. Um, they look like little pyramids made out of fabric. You just pick up the sticks, they fold up. Did a great job. Um, traveled around the country, sold them for about 15 years and costumes, various things. And, you know, after a while that was getting sort of stressful. And so I left that company and sort of fell into um, the metaphysical aspect of my work now, which is teaching people how to be calmer through meditation, um, showing them that they they can visualize what they want, they can create what they want. And um, I'm, I'm trained in energy and um, I'm a Reiki master. I don't know if you know what that is, but I'm a Reiki master mm-hmm. teacher, hands-on healing modality. Not that we all need to heal each other or other people or ourselves, but it teaches you that you can do anything. You know, if, if someone has a headache, you can place their hands on their head and the pain goes away. You're going, wow, I didn't really know I could do that. So all the people that I've trained, many of them have gone into different aspects of business. But having that self-empowerment that I can make a change, I can make a difference. And um, it's just channeling infinite love. Hmm. Interesting. Let's let's go let's go back a step or two because I want to get to the meditation and I and the real fun question I have is did you learn all about stress management from being an entrepreneur and having your own stress with kids? <laughs> Trying to get everything done at once, you bet. <laughs> I, I find I find that the real expertise, you know, comes out of necessity. <laughs> I've got to figure out a way to lower my own stress and figure out how to manage all this stuff. Uh, but I want to go back to meditation just a little bit, um, not to stop the the great story that we we have of your experience. But yeah, I do know that that some of our listeners, especially solopreneurs and executives. Uh, have tried meditation. I personally have have tried meditation. Some of my listeners, you know, will remember and know that I'm an alcoholic. So one of the things that you know I've tried, sometimes successfully, not so much at other times, to to meditate to kind of relax and and get my mind right. I find more so than others, and maybe this will segue to our whole visualization thing that when I try to meditate. The thing that my mind thinks of is all the crap that I need to do and why I shouldn't be freaking meditating and I should be working instead. <laughs> so you, you have do you have any silver bullet tips for meditation and how to make that work? <laughs> I've got one for that one. Um, talking about, you know, the mind sees pictures, not words. It'll process the pictures a lot better. So when you have all those ideas coming in, when you sit down to close your eyes to be still and meditate... Uh, we're going to give it a picture. Just imagine those thoughts on a conveyor belt and Mm -hmm. just 
moving along. A thought comes in, you know, people think, oh, I've got to meditate. I've got to be completely still, quiet, not a thought in my head. Forget it. You know, we're, we're not, you know, we're not living in India on a mountain, uh, you know, with people bringing, you know, we live in everyday world. And so that's not going to happen. So you raise the bar too high and that's what frustrates you. So this is all about allowing the thoughts to come in, but keep them moving. And let's say you've got a thought going on that conveyor belt and you and it gets stuck and you keep thinking, oh, yeah, I better do X, Y, Z. I tell my students, just write, open up your eyes, get a pen and paper, write down what that is, and then close your eyes again and go back. But, you know, most of them, you can say, okay, I'm going to put that up on a shelf. Yeah, I'll get to you as soon as I get out of that meditation. And so you're like talking to these thoughts. They're your thoughts. You're in control of them. Mm -hmm. So control them the way you want to. Keep them moving. And um, guided imagery meditation is what really helps. Listening to someone's voice, and we're going to experience that today. Mm -hmm. Listen to somebody guiding you. And, um, you know, my students will say, wow, that was really cool. But then I went off into this other place and I didn't, you know, hear your voice anymore. And I was like, perfect. That's the whole point of me talking is to go into that quiet place and just like float around whatever you're doing. And then you come back and go, oh, she just told me to do X, Y, Z. It's like the whole point of me chattering is just to get you along that place, breathing into that calm state. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense on a couple of levels. Um, one, you know, one of the things that I've, I've told my clients, which is you just mentioned, and it's a very basic task or, 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 or fix. And I, I tell my wife, who's in an executive job that when you're, you're up at like two eighteen in the morning and you're thinking of all these things, you know, that in this has worked for me and a lot of other people is just have a, pen and paper next to you because your your mind is a lot more complex and um what's the word i'm looking for useful for lack of a better way of putting it um then you give it credit for and it's trying to work this out it's trying to help you and by putting it on a piece of paper and writing it down you're creating this action of I'm not forgetting it. I'm not trying to push it away. I'm just putting it someplace where I will get to it. My mind will be able to say, all right, I've written it down. So I'm not going to forget it. I can leave this alone in terms of my thinking. And that itself, you know, that action helps a lot in and of itself. Yeah. And let me segue on that. Yeah, um, please. My, um, I, I would do that. And I was telling my students, you know, I get all these ideas as I'm writing and I got to change this and that. And I write it down in the morning. I look at it. I can't read it, you know, because it's dark and I didn't want to. (laughs) One of my students comes along and they they give me a pen and the pen, I click it and it lights up. So they thought that was a great idea. Very. Mm -hmm. Now, all I do is I pick up my phone and I go to my voice voice memo and I talk into it Mm -hmm. so much easier. Um, so, so that really works well as you just pick up your phone, talk, talk your idea into it and go back to sleep. So, well, that's a great idea. If you're sleeping alone and your partner isn't there right next to you say, what the hell you say it? I just woke up because you're talking into your phone. <laughs> when, when you're an author, when you're a writer, your, your partners, uh, sort of get used to it, you know? <laughs> I, I do like, I do like the light on the end of the pen though. That is ingenious. I've seen those before. 
They're out there. They're out there. And, you know, another thing about meditation um, on my website, lightinternal.com, people can go to my inspirational blog and they can just search for alternate nostril breathing. And that's a process. So not only visualizing, but if you use a mudra, this one has hand movements that you use. Mm -hmm. And when I take people through and it's a yoga, it's a yoga thing. Um, mm -hmm. You, if anybody that does yoga, they all do alternate nostril breathing, and that will take you, you do like a nine breaths, it'll take you into a still state. I mean, like by the fifth breath, you're there. And you no. are super calm. And I mean, I've, I've taught people this on that. Rarely do I have someone in the class saying, oh, that, you know, that didn't work. So there's a lot of different techniques. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can do that one. It's sort of fun. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I want to get back to um, a thought on meditation that I, I want your uh, expert opinion on. And I also want to get to your exercise, obviously, but um, it's my show and it's about me. So I want to <laughs> I want to go where I want to go because I'm interested in this. But I've heard this um, from a colleague of mine. It's never really worked for me. And maybe I'm just not doing it right in terms of the alternate nostril breathing that I think you you referred to. But there's a, a good colleague and friend of mine where we joke about, you know, waking up, you know, like I mentioned before, at, you know, 2.18 in the morning and you've got this thing on your mind and you're trying to go back to sleep. And he doesn't do the write the thing down or use the voice memo. He uses breathing. And he's he basically said, when I'm in that state, I'll lie on my back and I will concentrate fully on my breathing. And he says, by doing so, it not only calms me down, but also usually allows me to just simply fall back to sleep. And it hasn't worked for me, but you know, give me some of the context and the reasoning behind that of why it works for him and so many other people. Well, because, you know, we're all different filters, you know, we bring yeah. things differently. And so that's why there's so many, you know, um, practitioners out there trying to help people because we don't all resonate with each other. Um, the, the breathing, the breathing works, but, you know, if you've got that idea in your head and um, you can't get rid of it, you have to put it somewhere. But one that works for me, <laughs> and this is weird. I want you to try this. Quiet. <laughs> Okay, and we're going to do this for a second. I want your audience to do this. There's like a sound in your head. So let's stop for a few seconds and listen to the sound that's either far, far away or silent or listen right now. Got it? I think so. It's like a ringing in my ears. Mm -hmm. That's what I... I listen, so I go into that. So I tune into that. And the next thing I know, I'm waking up in the morning. Hmm. It takes me out. So the whole idea is to stop the chatter in your head. Mm -hmm. So focus on your breathing. You know, don't, don't, you know, um, don't think about the thoughts. Well, this one, I'm not even, I'm not even paying attention to my body. Because mm -hmm. body, so you're still sort of present. This is taking you totally not, you know, gone. You know, it's like, Hmm. What do I hear? And you know, you'll hear a sound in the room, and and your attention will go there, or the thought will come back in again, and I'll and I'll just like stop the thought and go, okay, let me listen to that. 
there it is. You know, mm-hmm. now, people have tinnitus. That would work great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know you had such a great sense of humor, Marnie. That's that's awesome. <laughs> In my books, you know, it's like you know. I, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll 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 have to try that one. You know, my my faraway voice is probably somebody swearing down the street in an alley in Chicago. Who knows? Um, but but I'll have to try that. That it's a nice segue back to a question I I wanted to ask about the meditation, and then I want to get to back to the visualization because um that gets us back to the whole point of our discussion of calm and and organization is I had a very funny discussion go figure it was with a comedian um in a completely different uh avenue in in uh like it was a interview for podcast magazine that I did and she talked about meditation because she dealt with anxiety and some other things and we joked about meditation and she said it was it was meant to be funny but she said you know most people will tell you you're not necessarily supposed to try to block out everything but be but be in that space that if that's what you're thinking about and that's what your mind is bringing to the forefront that the job of meditation or the act of meditation isn't to push that out but to be in that space and do something with that is—is is that correct, or was that just the comedian and I telling another joke? <laughs> well, different, different, different ways of doing it. I mean, one is to you know still the mind and you know pay attention to the breath. But another meditation is to bring everything in. Mm-hmm. And I and I tried that you know when I was traveling, sitting in a lobby of a hotel, and um, I was you know going to be a presenter, you know, sort of stressed. And I thought, okay, let me try this. And I just listened to everything around me and let it all come in. But of course, I wasn't attached to any of those sounds. Mm-hmm. Talking, doors closing, you know, you know, footsteps, all of that. So just find what works for you and and, yeah. and take away the damn pressure of, you know, you know, <laughs> I've got to do this. And you know, the need to meditate. I, I do energy clearing. So I clear people and mm-hmm. I balance their energies. Um, from these things that, that go on that, that drive you sort of nuts. And, you know, one of that is, you know, you don't need to, to meditate. You don't need to follow any of this instruction. You know, it's just like, just relax into life. Enjoy mm. what you see outside. Enjoy your friends, your children, your family, yourself, you know, your, your animals. It's like, let that be the thing that you focus on. And don't keep pressuring yourself that, I've got to do something because that'll make me better and I'll be a better entrepreneur or solopreneur. It's like, no, it's, you know, let, let it flow. Let it, let it just flow. That's, that's great advice. Probably my favorite part of what has already been a really good conversation, Marnie, is you know, to, to let things flow and to, to just, you know, not put that pressure on, it is some of my listeners will remember i have i have an unfortunate habit sometimes of going into a very negative and dark place um and fortunately over the last few years i've gotten a lot better 
at, at working at that. And I remember even this morning, actually, speaking to a client where things were going really well for him and I was really pleased. I made the point not from a negative standpoint, but simply to say, enjoy it. In that, you know, one of the things, one of my new mantras in a day that is going well, when things are going and flowing and, you know, I feel good and I feel, you know, whether you want to call it happy or content that, you know, it's I'm in a good place you know, is I literally try to embrace that. Yeah, I literally almost, you know, to you know, the exact wording, I will tell my mind saying, you know what, this every day won't necessarily be like this. So because it's a good day, because I'm feeling good physically and mentally and things are getting done, yeah, let's let's enjoy it. You know, let's em- let's embrace it cuz tomorrow might not be this way. Not to say oh tomorrow's going to suck, but to say let's 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 be in this good space right now. And, and I find that to be that simple thing to be therapeutic and healthy for me at least. Well, that, and that's a good seg- segue into what I'm 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 going to be talking about. Please go ahead. So when when you're stressed, you're not in present time, exactly what you're talking about. You're not thinking about being in the moment, what's happening right now. You're stressed about what might happen, which, you know, you have no control. You know, Mm -hmm. so many different things are going to come in to change that, that what you think might happen usually doesn't quite turn out that way. And thinking about what happened before. Well, last time I worked with that client, you know, this happened or that didn't go right. So you're not here in present time. That's what's stressing you. You can't control what happened before. It's, it's knowledge that you're using to create what you're doing right now in the moment. You can't, you don't really know what's happening in the future. So it's all about staying in present time. And that's, um, that's one of the blogs that, that we're, we're talking about today is, you know, be, be present, you know, um, what is it called? Stop stress, be present. Mm-hmm. Talk about being present and making all that to-do list sort of uh, animated little things that we can play with. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, that since we got the segue, you know, teach us how to do that. You you have kind of a program or a process or um, an exercise where you're going to hypnotize me and tell me I'm on a giraffe or something like that. So go ahead. Well, yeah, this is what I do with my clients. They tell me what's going on. And then I just sort of create these little visuals to help them do that. So what we're going to do is I'd like your audience to think about that to-do list that that they've got before them. I always write down a to-do list. Do you? Um, I, you know, at times in it, it's, it's frustrating in and of itself because that to-do list never gets done, uh, <laughs> or gets moved or so forth. But the short answer to the question is yes, I do that sometimes online, but I do that. Yeah, and it makes me feel good when I check things off on the to-do list. And for me, when I make the list, I usually get them all done on that day. It's, you know, but then you're a better person than I am, aren't you? <laughs> Well, that goes without saying, but yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to get along fine. Continue. <laughs> okay. Um, let, let's play with this. It's, it's, a, it's a quick little uh, guidance, guided imagery meditation. I'm going to call it. Uh, probably won't take us more than five minutes, but I'd like you to experience it. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Um, just get comfortable in your chair. And... Begin to, we talked about breath, begin to pay attention to your breath and watch how your lungs rise 
And on their own accord, they just fall right down. You don't really have to do anything. Breathing in takes a little effort. Exhaling is automatic. And so if you just concentrate on taking three long, deep breaths, it'll calm you rather quickly. So let's start breathing in and exhaling. And again, breathing in confidence and exhaling, I've got too much to do. Once again, breathing in, knowing you can change and de-stress and just exhaling out that stress. And I'd like you to take each item on your to-do list and I'd like them to put them in a separate box, a little imaginary box on an imaginary computer screen. And we're gonna pretend this computer screen is your mind. And I want you to take all those boxes and I want you to move them off to the side of the screen. And it's gonna to start to clear that mind screen desktop. But as you look at those boxes, allow them to be clear so you know what's inside of them. And you know there might not even be words there. They just might be little colored boxes, but you sort of know what they represent. And so in this overloaded to-do list, you're gonna command those boxes to prioritize themselves. Just that command, your mind is in control. It's been controlling you all this time. Look for the box that moves forward, lights up, or just calls to your attention. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the thing you're going to do next. Now allow the boxes on the side to change their position. And once that box is complete, it's gonna imagine it popping like a little effervescent bubble in a glass of soda or champagne. And every time you want to look at your to-do list of what should I do next, go through this process again. So when you allow your mind to create pictures rather than all the words, you're going to be better organized. It's going to be easier to know what's next. And, and you can see your process. And um, this whole meditation is, is, is on my website. Um, it's on a YouTube video. Um, you can look up Marty's and Khalees on YouTube. But did, did that actually work for you, Ken? It did. It did. Yeah, I um number one thing that I took from that is how powerful the visuals are because you know you you, th you think at least I think of things on a to-do list uh, from a word standpoint. Yeah, so for instance, you know, I need to get this video done for my client. I need to plan uh, do the next step in planning an event that I'm doing in May and so on and so forth. And that exercise actually pushed one thing that absolutely does need to get done first, which ironically is the editing of this podcast after we're done so yep. that so that it could be it could be ready to go um, in you know a few days to go live. 
And that wasn't, ironically, the number one thing on my mind in my to-do list for today. The number one thing was you know, a video that I need to do for my client, which I need to do, but isn't as of a priority as getting this all set up to go live in a couple of days. So that was, I found it helpful. Yeah. So let me show you why, why it's, why that Please. was for you. Okay. So you allowed your mind to bring to the forefront what needed to be done right now. If you worked on the video in the back of your mind, you'd be, I got, I got to, I got to finish that, that podcast. I got to get that podcast, got to blah, 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 you know, do the podcast now. And you won't have that to look at. When, you know, every time you take something, oh, I'll do it in an hour, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, you know, it stresses you because mm -hmm. it's thinking about it. But but this way, that, that pressure is off. And because we made no mistakes on this podcast, it will be a breeze to just bring it through. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you know, usually because uh, usually what I edit out are my is my own stupidity. And I've been wise enough to let you talk more. So it probably won't need any editing. Um, <laughs> but and that's what that's what business is about. You know, go into that relaxed mode. Meditation doesn't have to be 20 minutes. It could mm -hmm. be yeah. It could be closing your eyes for a moment and just playing with those little boxes what's up next yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try that on a more regular basis um after getting pissed off one day i decided not to meditate again but i think this is a nice little structure um probably not the right word to the framework is probably a better way of putting it um to use and try again and i i uh, like what you said in terms of the length because i've heard this before in that it's not about saying, okay, I'm going to meditate for 15 minutes and that's what it's going to be. That sometimes, okay, all you need is four minutes to get your mind in the right spot. Uh, sometimes you need 40 minutes. You know, you, you don't know. It depends, like you alluded to, it depends on what you need and what's working for you. At the time, at that yeah. day. So make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like the exercise because one of the things, that my mind has been going through for years and trying to prioritize um while useful is not as positive and fun as what you just pointed out and what i've gone through in my mind you know given you know i as you know i i do some work with first responders and as many people on the show know my my wife is in healthcare so you know she taught me this in that you use your mind and the to-do list kind of like a triage you know, yeah where where you're in this situation where it's this massive emergency and you have to even in all this chaos and stress you have to prioritize well this person needs to be taken care of before that person uh because of this that and the other reason and while that's useful to me in that when I go to that mode in my mind is, all right, triage this. What absolutely positively critically needs to be done right now? While it works, it doesn't necessarily put me in the right emotional space, if that makes sense, Marty. Right. So what we did was we calmed your mind mm -hmm. just by three. Did you calm down to three breaths? I did. Isn't it interesting? It's like, oh, you got to do all this stuff. No, you know, just, just pay attention to your breath, whatever that yeah. looks like. And then... You're quiet, you're still, and then you let your mind show you the picture of what to do next. 
because when you're prioritizing, you're still thinking about all the parts of it. And this yeah. is the thing at all. You're just, in fact, when your boxes came in and you made them clear, did you see words inside there? I did. I, I did. I personally did. But, you know, I understand that not everybody will. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, fun. There yeah. Is. And, you know, if, you know, if your audience wants to see how I work with them personally, you know, I can do like a 15 minute session for $40 and just sort of go through and give them a quick little meditation to help oh. them that meditation guidance, just yeah. being a little different way of looking at things. Um, be happy to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I want to, I want to get to your offer and, and, and how people can connect with you because just, you know, these few minutes has been valuable to me and I'm sure to a lot of listeners out there is, and I, and I think part of my takeaway and correct me if I'm wrong is that, you know, these, this exercise doesn't need to be so complex yeah, even even the breathing, and I've heard this before and tried this myself. Even if the rest of the exercise just didn't work out the way you wanted it to, just the three deep breaths in and of itself was helpful. Uh, so sometimes you got to take away, you know, maybe maybe it's not always going to be perfect, but if it's going to be better, if there's some type of takeaway that's going to help, then why not use it? Right, and I and I tell people, you know, people don't work in the office that much anymore, but. You know, if you are in a cubicle, I said, just sit in front of your computer screen, put your hands on the keyboard and close your eyes and take those three deep breaths. Yeah. And, you know, I said, you know, people don't take breaks at work anymore. You know, you yeah. just a break, right? But who gets a break? Smokers. Smokers. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, they go out and take a break. So you you get to do that. You get to do that. You know, you get to take yeah. five minutes and just chill out for a moment yeah and even if it, even if you just take like you know 150 seconds to do this exercise with the boxes and the computer yeah that'll be a lot more healthy than you know shoving nicotine into your body amen <laughs> <laughs> marty i could talk to you for another hour but you've got more important things to do in, in helping clients and getting on with your day before i i let you go how can people best, you know, get a hold of you and find a uh, Marnie? Uh, I'm gonna get the last name incorrect, so I'm gonna read it again. Vincolise from uh, Light in Internal. You know, how can they tap into your wisdom? Whether it's your books, um, I know you have an offer for us. You know, how could they find you out there? Um, best way is to just go to my website, which is Light Internal. Um, it's, you know, the light within us, all of, all of us, you know, that light within, that's why I called it lightinternal.com. Um, everything's there, blogs, books, sessions, you know, information. You've got lots of good stuff there. And um, also I'm on, I have a YouTube channel just using my name. And I imagine on the podcast, there'll be a spelling of that. Marnie Vincolese is Italian. Yes. <laughs> It's so nice. Thank you. Thank you. You know, um, yeah. So YouTube, LinkedIn, um, what else? Uh, all, all of them. I mean, I'm all <laughs> so in other words, in other words, Marnie is easy to find out there. If you just you try to look on Google pretty, pretty easily. And you know, you you've helped me out today. A lot of good information. And I bet because you're Italian, you're one hell of a cook, too. 
Oh, absolutely. In fact, that's- <laughs> so. And, and my latest book is They Did the Best They Could, Discovering Your Path to Compassion. And it's actually my memoir. And, you know, you might like this. It's my Italian heritage from the late 1800s. You know, my grandfather coming over on the boat, my grandmother and being in Chicago and how I never met my dad till I was 40. Mm. And um, so the whole story of discovering that whole part of me and it's guidance. The first half is the memoir. The second half is guidance of when that happens to you, what do you do with it? And so all those little all those little guidance I have, they're all in the book. They did the best they could. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if I'm ever in Colorado, I'll have to look you up in person and have you make me some homemade pasta or ravioli or something. Uh, (laughs) But Marnie, a lot of great expertise there. I really appreciate you being on and I appreciate you sharing that little exercise with us. Thank you for the opportunity. Wonderful meeting you, Ken. Oh, it's been my pleasure. And thank you to all of you who have listened to this episode of Cool Culture Corner. And here's hoping, as always, that you have a Cool Culture Corner at your unique business. Now a word from our sponsor, Bader Training and Consulting. Do you need a speaker for your next conference? Maybe a facilitator for your next strategic planning or training session? A full program with expert panelists and interactive exercises for attendees? Or maybe you need an MC for your next event. I'm here to help and have the expertise to be a part of an amazing agenda for your audience. Learn more about beta training and consulting at www.btcinc.net. Or better yet, just contact me directly at kbader at btcinc.net. And let's talk about your next event, next training session, or next summit.